I'm so tired. There's not enough hours in the day. Bullshit excuses. I've got too much to do. I have to work late. I have to run the kids around. The bullshit excuses. I have to get up early tomorrow. They end now. This is fitness for nine to fivers. You work day-to-day jobs. In fact, you may even have two, and you've been trying to fit in a healthy lifestyle. We have the solution. This is fitness for nine to fivers. And this is Andrew Marsham. Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Fitness for 95ers podcast with myself, Andrew Marsham. Today we are going to be covering what it takes to get in photo shoot shape. What was my photo shoot experience like? Um, I'm going to be covering the ins and outs, the ups, the downs, the highs, the lows, absolutely everything and what you need to think about if it's something you're going to consider in the future. This has been a long time coming, a lot of people have requested this, so I'm just going to get into it today. Um... Quick reminder for anyone who hasn't done so already, get your completely free custom meal plan at the link in the description below, also in the show notes. And also, um, for anyone who is listening back, um, you will also be able to grab a copy of my brand new four-hour workout week guide. This is the secret to getting fit, healthy, and confident without eating bland foods and doing it in just four hours each week. That's including your cooking and your training and the daily health optimization routine that we include. So if that's something that's of interest to you, drop me a message, go to my Instagram, drop me the word guide, and I will send it across. Um, but let's get into things today. So I'd done my shoot back at the end of March, just before lockdown. It was literally like five days before lockdown, probably. Um, it was one of the last things I'd done. Um, there wasn't... Um, there wasn't much time left before I actually I flew up the road and that was it. We went into lockdown. Now, what was that experience like? It's not not important about that, but what was that experience like? Well, honestly, the photo shoot day itself was one of the best, most rewarding things I have ever done. It was absolutely incredible. Um, the whole experience, the whole day, the getting the photos, the shape I was in, absolutely everything was top notch. I was happy. I felt confident. I was you know, in the best shape of my life. I had done so many things and I had pushed through quite a lot with a lot going on to get there. Now, what were some of the challenges and things? Let's kind of take it from the start. So I started the prep on the 6th of January, um, 2020. I was, I believe I was about 75 kilos, um, ish. I cannot quite remember. Um, but I dieted down to low, low 60, high 68s. Um, I was like 152, 53 pounds, maybe like 67, 68 kilos. I would have to actually look into my scale when I can go back. I'll do it while I'm on the laptop here and give the exact weigh-ins. But I think I lost like 8 to 10 kilos. Um, lost a decent bit of weight, you know, stone and a half, 21 pounds, however you want to look at it. Um, and... It was a tough. It was a tough process. Um, the first, you know, month, six weeks, eight weeks, 
is always plain sailing on a diet. The cardio wasn't up too high. The adjustments weren't required too much. Um, there just there just wasn't a lot going on. There was a lot. Um, there was a lot of progress in quite a short space of time. Um, so again, it wasn't it wasn't anything um, I couldn't I, I certainly couldn't handle. Um, so let's see. Let, I've got the stats here. So I started tenth of January I was seventy one kilos. Um, let's see when I'm on lowest. Yep. 20th of March, 74. So like 69, 69 kilos. So like um, that's actually not a lot of weight drop, to be honest. Um, 165. Ah, sorry, I was slightly higher. That's a lie. Um, I changed from pounds to kilos. So um, that, 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 yeah, about like 76 kg starting weight. And then from there, just continue to drop. So, like five to six kilos dropped all in, dropped between um, like March twenty six or something like that, and the first January. But as I said, that first um, that first phase of the diet, that first four to eight weeks was plain sailing, very easy, not really too much adjustments required. Oh, I was eating quite a reasonable amount of food before I went into the diet. Um, so. When you're going into a diet, when you're going into something like that, a couple of key points you want to think about. You want to make as little as adjustments as possible. Like, if you can get away with dropping 1% to 1.5% body weight per week um, and still lose weight on that without really touching calories too much, then that's a great rate of weight loss. That's where you want to be. Again... I had a reasonably rough idea of what weight I needed to be and what 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 kind of a weight I needed to lose total. So that was a kind of positive sign. So I could look at, you know, planning things in, how much weight I have to lose, that kind of thing. So again, having that sort of target in your head and being able to then work out your averages and stuff, having that plan, having that game plan of I need to lose X this week, that makes the process a hell of a lot easier. Um you might not have that. You might not have that concept. You might just be trying to lose weight, get in your best shape of your life, and just push the walls and see where you go. Again, that's that. That's part of the process. The first time you do it, or if you're not sure, then you, you have to go through that. You know what I mean? It's not going to be um, targeted and plain sailing straight off the bat. So four to eight weeks, not too many adjustments. I think the total prep was like eleven, maybe twelve weeks all in. What it was reasonably short. It was quite aggressive. Then. Well, probably, probably for the last five weeks or so, we started to really step up. So the first six weeks would have been perfectly fine. The, first, the last five weeks, we really started to step up. Now, at the time, I was also working my job. I was running the business. The business was starting to get quite successful. There was a lot of clients coming in. Um, things were busy. I was obviously training five times per week. So I trained Monday through Friday. Is that the most optimal setup? Absolutely not. Um, certainly not for muscle building, certainly not for maintaining muscle mass. You want rest days in there like Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, Friday, or you know, or a, a two days on, one day off split would have been much better. But again, restraints of the lifestyle. I was building a house, I still am building a house, and I was building a house at the weekends, so I didn't really have time to get up to the gym. This is when, of course, gyms were open. Um, so I didn't really have, have time to get up to the gym because gyms opened at half eight and Fucking the, 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 by the time, by the time they get back, the day would have been half done. So, um, managing a lot of things, managing a lot of challenges, not problems. So, the only way I could train was Monday through Friday in the morning and the first 
getting it, getting it done the first thing, I would do like 20 to 30 minutes of cardio to start when I was starting to ramp things up. And it got to a point where I was doing an hour of cardio six days a week, 60 minute sessions, uh, six days a week. How would I break this up? So I got quite creative with this. Again, cardio is cardio. It doesn't really matter if you do it pre-workout, post-workout, um, you know, in the morning and the evening, the, the real, the real um, overall, you know, the, the real overall, overall importance comes in when you're just actually doing it. So actually doing the cardio is what's important, not the specific timing, if you have lifestyle constraints. I think that splitting them up, and I believe the research has shown this as well, is far more beneficial. I have seen that personally. I've seen it with clients. I've seen it, as I said, personally, I've got the best of my life splitting the cardio up. Um that's what I'm going to talk about in a second. And then the, year, the, the time before that, when I got really lean, and I yawned. Um, been a long day. Um, the time before that, when I did get lean as well, I also um, was would, would, was splitting my cardio up, and I'd done morning and training sessions in the evening. Now, splitting them up to me is far more superior. It l- allows you to get more into each session. So trying to do them back to back, whether you do weights first and cardio after or cardio first and weights after, you're going to be at a, you're going to be, you know, burnt out or slightly tired for at least one of them. You know, it, it, there's no way around it. So what I done was I done with half an hour in the morning before before my workout, or sorry, I done 15 minutes before my workout, 15 minutes after my workout, then I would do 15 minutes when I come home and 15 minutes another time before I went to bed when I could slot it in. So obviously I have a lot of calls in the evenings. I was recording podcasts, doing this, doing that, doing the next thing. I was still in my nine to five, so I didn't have the luxury of time during the day. I couldn't really do anything else. There was no, I, I would sometimes go out in my lunch. So I would always go for like a 40 minute walk in my lunch and get a lot of steps in just to try and increase that calorie burden as well. Um, so that was how I set my cardio up towards the end. I was training Monday through Friday. I was training doing cardio six days a week. Um, and again, putting some of those sessions, 15, 15, 15, 15. That's how it worked best for me. That's not, that might not be how it works best for you, but that was what worked for me. I would do it like in between calls. I would go out and run, just get some cardio in. That's the kind of shit I was doing just to try and push through. Um, again, that was what worked for me. And it split up the work as well a little. So I could get I could stay slightly more productive. Um, but in terms of step counts and things like that, again, something that's that's really worth paying paying attention to and very to be very conscious of. I would take every fucking opportunity I could to get some additional steps in, like lunch breaks, morning walks. Um, going just a walk and walk for the sake of it. Like any time I had a break in a minute, I would take it a long way, park further away. My goal was to get fucking lean and do it as easy as I possibly, easily as I possibly could in stereo. One of the best ways to go about it is by getting more steps in. It doesn't feel like you're doing cardio. It doesn't feel like you're doing much. It's not like you're challenged or you're pushed where you're doing deadlifts or sprints or interval cardio, you know, anything like that. So if you can leverage more activity, if you can find ways to get more activity into your day, then please go ahead and do it. It will stack up massively when it comes to your fat loss goals. Do not underestimate the power of non-exercise activity thermogenesis, which is neat for short. It equates to more calories burned per day than your general exercise will. Maybe at that time it might not have, um, with my exercise being considerably higher, um, obviously like, 
one hour session in the weights and then like 60 minutes of cardio as well per day. Um, so again, something to really think about there. But do not underestimate the power of your steps. Try and get them in every opportunity. If you're listening to this and your goal's fat loss at the moment, you're just trying to lose a bit of body fat, take every opportunity you can to increase steps. Walk to work, run to this, cycle to that, walk here, walk there. Try and do all these different things that increase your activity. You will notice a massive difference in how that impacts your weight loss and things like that. People can you can easily get in shape if you've got a lot of weight to lose by simply walking and addressing some reasonable nutrition habits. You do not need to get straight into the gym day one. A lot of people may be listening to this, the gym's just opening back up. You can still stay active and lose body fat by continuing to stay active. So making sure you are making that priority is absolutely key. Um so getting towards the latter stages of the shoot, what did it feel like? What, how was it feeling? How was I day in, day out? What was there any special things I'd done? Caffeine was higher. Like Caffeine was certainly higher. I was having multiple coffees a day. Sundays over a pre-workout as well in the morning. Um, that is just the pay, the price you pay. Like You are depleted in energy. You're low in energy stores. You're very lean. You're training hard. You're putting a lot of work in. You need you need that additional energy sometimes. I at the end of the day, it's a short burst. It was maybe, as I said, five, six weeks. Five, six weeks of additional caffeine, an extra couple of coffees a day, or some additional caffeine, maybe like quote unquote fat burners, um, is not going to cause any harm in the long run. It just really isn't. Like it's not going to cause any issues. So if you are a pushed point where you're really trying to push towards a shoot or you're an aggressive fat loss phase and you're struggling, you've been on a diet for a while, turning to these things like additional caffeine sources and things isn't going to do much harm as long as you're not chronically overusing them. So addressing that first, really implementing some of those tactics was helpful to me. I used a, I didn't use a fat burner actually, I used something called ashwagandha which helps with cortisol levels, helped, um, helps stress management and things like that as well. I paid a hell of a lot of money for one from America. I think it cost me nearly 100 quid. Um, did I notice too much of a difference? I don't really want to say yes or no to that. Um, I don't really think I did. I, it may have. I, again, I would have to get that that lean without it to know. Um, I would probably use it again. I'd probably buy it again just to, just to be safe. Um, it was a product called Core Hard. Um, it had a lot of review, good reviews and things about it, so that was something I picked up. Um, but as I got towards the end of the shoot, obviously, now, I I run on fucking cocaine or something. Like, something's in me that I just have energy to burn. Like, <laughs> that's just how I am. They are, I'm always high in energy. I'm always full-on, buzzing all the time. I never really struggle. But... And that, that, that showed during the photo shoot, I, my energy levels were reasonably high the full time, apart from the last week. The last 10 days were fucking hard. Um, I went trampolining with my girlfriend on the Friday night, which was like a, exactly a week before my show. I was dizzy. I was lightheaded. I had no energy. I could barely fucking do anything. Um, let's just say I wasn't in the mood too much afterwards because just because I had no energy um, because after the trampoline and so these things that they started to really really hit, hit, hit hard the last week lightheadedness you know 
very, very, um, very lethargic, very tired, draining, dragging, food was low, you become agitated, you become nippy, you, be, you become, you know, think small things just annoy you that really shouldn't. Um, and that's all part of the process. Listen, it's temporary. I do not, I do not live my life like that. It was a short-term thing. I was pushing for a big goal and I will more than, I will 100% do it again, as I'll talk about the experience in a minute. Um, but the, the last 10 days were definitely tough and hard going. Going into the last kind of three to four days, we started water loading, vitamin C loading. So I was drinking like 10 litres of water a day, getting all the excess water flushed out. I was also using vitamin C, which has been shown to be like a diuretic as well, help flush out any additional water. Um, again, it's not going to be it's not going to be unhealthy if you're doing it for a very short period of time. Nothing too much to worry about. Um Again, really, really flushing out those those flus like four four days before, minus the, the minus the, the actual day before. Then the, the day before we started kind of tapering it down, it wasn't to the point where I cut it out or done anything fancy like that. I had small amounts. I had a couple of litres the day before and probably a litre in the morning before my shoot. That was about it. Um, Nutrition-wise, going into things, calories were really low. They, they were under 1,000 probably the last two weeks before the shoot. Then you know a couple of days before I was started started to carb up, started to increase the food. Um, even at Anandos the day of the shoot before the before the actual shoot itself. Um, oh sorry, that was the day before the shoot. Um, went for Anandos, picked up, I got some chicken for the hotel. I'd flown down to London for it. Just sat and walked in the hotel room, filmed some videos, um, done a lot of things like that. Um, and it was it was a generally good experience. I. Corona was starting to kind of kick off, so we couldn't really go out too much. Um, you were kind of told to stay at home and stuff, but the gyms hadn't officially shut yet. Um, so the the day before, I didn't really do much, just filmed some videos, walked about, got an Andos, went for something to eat. Then I met up with Wade and Chris, who were my mentors for this, um, on the day of the shoot. Loaded up with carbs, Harry Bows, Lucasade, carb loaded, things like that. Max, who was the camera photographer was incredible really nice what he's doing that guy absolutely excellent and um, really enjoyed working with him very passionate about what he does as well um so if anyone is looking or considering booking a shoot going to physique warehouse in london i would highly recommend it go shooting with max as well um the day itself fucking amazing experience absolutely loved every second of it didn't feel uncomfortable in the gym i know there's a lot of shoots and things in there anyway i was perfectly fine i loved what i was doing got a good pump on just enjoyed myself the day of the shoot i wasn't happy with the shape i was in could have been better i probably could have there was a couple of times i you know maybe had a couple of additional rice cakes or you know had extra calories here and a wee bit extra there and something you know there was times where i could have done better I'll hold my hand up and say that. Could have been three to three percent better. Maybe I could have. I probably could have. Um, so again, you'd look at back at those things and say, "Well, I, I should have probably just stuck stuck it through." But all in all, really good experience. Really happy with the results. The pictures came out amazing. The shoot photos were incredible. I had a great time. I will one hundred percent do it again. Would I recommend it? You fucking better believe it. Um, it was one of the best days I've ever had in terms of health and fitness or anything like that. If you are really wanting to push for a big goal, it's not about, it's not all just about looking good. For me, obviously, that's going to be a big thing because that gets a lot of people in. That improves my business. It literally, you know, pays for itself, <laughs> essentially. But 
if you really want to push the boundaries and have something to say, fucking hell, look at that, look at what I done. I was in that condition. That's what happened. I pushed myself to that level. That was fucking tough, but I got there. It is a great thing to do. It was a great experience. I enjoyed the day. I ticked the boxes. I put in the work. I'd done it consistently. So at the end of the day, I was happy with the result I got. Um, and again, I will 100% do it. Again, I will do one maybe summer next year. We'll see how it goes. Um, but I'm looking forward to it. I will 100% do it again. I, can't, I honestly can't wait. Um, I thought the whole process was excellent. The day of, Wade and Chris, the coaches, were fantastic. Doing some ab work and things like that, some vacuums, some holds, all these different kinds of things. They really did make a difference as well on the day as well. Um so tips and tricks like that, learning from guys who've done it before, the pros, these guys are incredible. Um, and it was, it was again, it was an excellent day. It's something, an experience I'll remember for the rest of my life and I really, really fucking enjoyed it. Um, and I would highly recommend anyone out there, doesn't matter if you, you're you just a general guy looking to get fitter, or healthier, doesn't matter if you're just looking to lose a wee bit of weight. If you really want to, to have something to go look back, fucking hell, look at what I've done, you know, Book something in. Yes, it's scary. Yes, it's intimidating. But why not go for it? Like, you only get one shot in life. You might as well fucking do it and go for it. Tick the box rather than wonder, wonder what it would have been like to have done it. Um, so, again, just go for it if anyone's considering it. Again, I am coaching some clients now towards their photo shoots as well. Um, so, if anyone is looking for a photo shoot prep coach or who wants to work towards that big, scary, incredible goal to get in the best shape of their fucking life, then by all means, let me know. Um, but hopefully you enjoyed this one. Um, that was my kind of two cents on the photo shoot life. And as 100%, as I said, something I will do again. But if you enjoyed it, please let me know. If you want to pay the bills for the podcast, that would be a massively appreciated by screenshotting it and tagging me in your stories. That would be absolutely incredible. I would highly appreciate that for anyone who listens back. And if you do do that, I will set you up with a completely free coaching call as well. We'll discuss a bit more about your challenges, your goals, your problems, and I will try and solve them for you on that 20, 30-minute call. Um, completely for free, no strings attached. Um, all you have to do, as I said, is leave a review or share share the, the podcast and your stories. And if you haven't done so already, grab your completely free custom meal plan at the link in the show notes below. But hopefully you've enjoyed this, and I will see you in the next one. You've been listening to Fitness for 9 to Fivers with Andrew Marsham. You're a grown-ass human being. You have a job, maybe two, kids, errands, bills, a wife, friends. And while the excuse list gets bigger, so does your waist. That's where Andrew comes in. Until next time, find Andrew on Facebook at andrew.marsham.737 and on Instagram at andrewmarsham underscore fitness. To reach out to Andrew, send an email at amfit1993 at gmail.com. We'll see you next time.